0: Hey Church, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to my 7-Minute Almost Daily Podcast where we're just trying to adapt to the cultural changes that we find ourselves in. The stuff the pandemic has pushed upon us, pretty much unavoidable. But we're leaning in, trying to figure out how to get better. We call it ReChurch. Hey, super glad you could join us. I want to spend a few minutes talking about our plans to begin gathering in person again. But first, I need to clean up what I started yesterday and the day before talking about how it is we, as Christians, engage difficult, challenging, volatile conversations. How do we engage the issues? That our culture faces. How do we how do we mix it up as uh, we work towards solutions for very significant things, whether person to person or across social media or whatever platform it is you might be engaging. I mentioned three things. The first is the posture in which you embrace the conversation or the person, for that matter, and that is with an eternal hope. Assuming, of course, the person you're communicating with is a non-Christian or a Christian that doesn't understand their eternal security. In either of those cases, they're putting way too much stock into what this issue and the resolution of this issue can solve, what kind of hope it can bring. In many ways, people are putting a lot of hope into the causes of that they are leaning into. But we know as a Christian, you can only expect so much from a worldly solution, no matter how good it is, no matter how necessary it is. So as Christians, your first job in engaging is to engage not from a place of fear, not from a place of anger, not from a place of personal insecurity, but from a place of peace and eternal security. If you can't do that, then you've got other work you need to do first. Because what's most important as a Christian engaging another person is that the way that you engage leads them past their issue, past their cause, past their earthly hope to an eternal one. What they need from you more than anything else in that conversation is to feel and to sense and to know that your security your hope, your peace is not tied to you winning that argument, succeeding in your efforts, in that cause. That's what people need to feel. That's what you need to feel. And if you don't have that confidence deep within you, you have other work to do if you hope to engage the world in the way that God would have you engage it as his emissary, his ambassador. Okay, number two, I said, quite simply, be informed, truly, robustly informed. That means informed from other than TV and talk radio, through real journalism, from both sides of the issues. There is good journalism out there. Have multiple sources opposing views, all that sort of thing. You can get informed. You can be informed. But you have to take it upon yourself to do it. The easiest ways to get informed are biased. The passive ways of in being informed are leveraged for something other than truly informing you. Be informed. Be eternally postured. Be informed. And third, work in ways communicate in ways, relate in ways that promote a greater good. There is something bigger going on, and as Christians, we've got to work toward that. I'll talk more about it tomorrow. I know, the never-ending topic, episode to episode, but I wanted to get to this update about what's going on with regard to in-person gatherings. So we put the plan before the board to consider a few days, maybe even a week ago. So they've had a little opportunity to review uh, some things initially. And then we had our first really robust conversation about it last night. And the short story is they support the measure. Uh, They are pleased, as am I, um, in the level of detail, caution, consideration, consideration. Um, that the staff has done across the board in all areas and all considerations, and uh, we want to go for it. And we'll begin, um, assuming that nothing changes too drastically in our environment um, in Ohio here, uh, November 8th, and we'll go every other week through December. That's really only four services every other week with the possibility of a special service or two in between the weeks in December. Uh, details will follow. We've got a month yet to communicate and let you know how it's going to go and what the different elements of programming are going to be and all that. But I think the really the big thing we've got to prepare for is that it is different. It's not going to be going back to normal. For those of you that are anxious to get back to in-person gatherings, that's great. Uh, They aren't going to look like they used to, at least not initially. The numbers will be low. Most people are not there. The kinds of things that we're going to have to do the hoops that we're going to have to jump through, the hurdles we have to get over, the sensitivities we have to have with one another, even some of the the measures, the, the safety and distancing measures we have to do in order to be cautious are just going to be clunky, difficult, and personally challenging. And so if uh, you're apt to just be agitated and edgy and upset with those kinds of procedures and administrative minutia, it's not the time for you. Really, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be... Uh, moments where we're just thankful that we can do what we can do, and uh, enjoy it, lean into it, and and try to try to step into this thing slowly and cautiously. But we're excited to give it a go. Everybody's working real hard to figure out how to do that, and to uh, simultaneously continue uh, a digital offering for for those that aren't ready or to cover those that can't be. Included, right? that there's a there's still a whole bunch of folks that just cannot take those measures irrespective of what they might like to do. So that's exciting. We're going to give it a go in November, starting November eighth. Um, more information to follow.